0: On November 6th, 2011, Julia Birikova ran out of gas on the way to a Seattle-area hospital with her two-year-old son, Skye Metawalla. Leaving him strapped into his car seat in the back, she walked a mile and a half to a gas station where she did not buy gas, but instead called a friend to come and pick her up. When they got back to the car about an hour later, Skye was gone. He's never been seen again. As if this wasn't strange enough, Police later learned that the car had plenty of gas, was running fine, and the entire incident was very similar to a Law & Order SVU episode from the night before. But Julia has never been charged in Skye's disappearance. I'm Chris, and this is the True Crime Recaps podcast. Every Wednesday, we're bringing you twice the crime in half the time with not one, but two recaps in less than an hour.
1: We save the banter until the end, but don't miss it because we often bring up a few more details that didn't make the recaps and that may even answer some of your questions. If we haven't met, I'm Amy, and today I want to start by telling you about a teenage TikToker in Pennsylvania that killed her sister. Did she do it for reviews? I don't know. We'll find out, but this is a developing case, so you're going to hear the word allegedly a lot. So while their parents slept, 14-year-old Claire Miller allegedly, stabbed her 19-year-old sister, Helen, through the neck. And as bad as that is, you should also know Helen had cerebral palsy and was confined to a wheelchair. So according to the arrest affidavit, Claire called 911 a little after 1 a.m. on February 22, 2021. She was hysterical, repeating over and over that she had just killed her sister. And when the police got there a few minutes later, Claire was waiting for them in the front yard. I stabbed my sister, that's what she kept saying, while she tried washing the blood off her hands in the snow. She was wearing a blue t-shirt with a cat face and black and white checked pajama pants. Inside the house, the officers found Helen in bed with a bloody pillow over her face. When they pulled it off, they saw what they described as, and fair warning, this is this is brutal, a large knife in her neck just above her chest. She was on her back with her hands up near her head. And according to the coroner, Helen died from multiple stab wounds. The actual motive for the murder is unclear. So we can't say for sure if she did it for views, but before the attack, she had a little over 21,000 followers on TikTok. About five hours before it happened, she posted this video, which was saved and shared by another user. My dad has to stop Make opening me, the please conversation with this please is please just like the gay bar please please in Japan. Me, bless me, me, press,
0: want me. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it.
1: <clears throat> Claire looks shaky and nervous, she's glancing side to side, but no one else appears on the video. There's no brutality pictured on the video. And she's not wearing the pajamas that police found her in. But after the murder, that video got millions of views, which triggered the TikTok algorithm to push it to the For You page. A few days later, TikTok closed the account for violating the platform's community guidelines, which restrict users from promoting or engaging in violence. A friend of Claire's said she was having suicidal and homicidal thoughts when she spoke with her on the phone that night, but when that conversation happened, like before or after the murder, we don't know yet. Among other things, officers took kitchen knives, a stuffed rabbit, and a whiteboard with a list of her chores on it in an effort to figure out what exactly happened and why? They were specifically looking for her cell phone. But according to Penn Live, for some reason, the phone wasn't listed among the items seized. So did they not find it? Her TikToks mostly consisted of her lip syncing to songs and like many screenshots and mentions of violent anime and video games. Like this one, showing a compilation of anime stabbings while Claire looks like she's been crying. But when exactly she made this is unclear since her account was removed. Another TikTok shared by other users shows a bloody latex glove and what looks like a stuffed giraffe covered in blood sitting outside in the snow. But those items weren't listed on the warrant, so is that video really from her or Actually, maybe I should say that if the video is from her, it's not clear when it was made or if those items had anything to do with Helen's death. According to Express Digest, Claire regularly posted images from Dengen Ronpa, a Japanese video game about a group of high school students who are coerced into killing each other by a giant teddy bear named Monokuma. The name of the game is translated as Bullet Refutation, as in bullets bullets and refuting statements in a trial according to us gamer it's all about collecting evidence to solve murders after the fact and testing your knowledge at the trial another favorite of claire's was a korean comic called killing stalking about a mentally ill man who develops a relationship with a serial killer in pennsylvania homicide is considered an adult crime which makes claire one of the youngest accused killers in lancaster county since 1976 before this happened on February 22nd, 2021, she seemed to be a typical ninth grader at a small private school about two blocks from her house in an upscale part of Mannheim Township, which is about 75 miles west of Philadelphia. And that's everything we know about this horrific crime so far. And what do you think? Did she do it for the views? Some other reason? And while you're thinking about that, here's Chris with your next recap.
0: On November 5th, 2011, Julia Birikova watched a Law & Order episode called Missing Pieces. In the show, a woman claims her car was stolen with her baby in the backseat. The next morning, November 6th, Julia claimed that her two-year-old son, Sky Metalwalla, woke up with a bad cold, so she bundled him and her four-year-old daughter into her silver Acura Integra and headed for the hospital in Bellevue, Washington. She left her purse, phone, and wallet behind. Along the way, she ran out of gas. She said she left Skye strapped in his car seat in the back with the doors unlocked, while she and her daughter walked a mile to a gas station where she did not buy gas, but she did call a friend for a ride. When they got back to the car a couple of hours later, Skye was gone. The police were called at 9.50 a.m. Witnesses who saw the car between 8 and 10 a.m. said there wasn't a child in it, according to the Charlie Project. The thing is, the car had plenty of gas and was running just fine. Police dogs searched the car, 20 blocks in the surrounding area and Julia's apartment, but nothing turned up. Although the neighbors said they hadn't seen the little boy for at least two weeks. But his big sister said he was wrapped in a blanket in the car that morning. Of course, she was only four at the time and maybe not the most reliable witness. According to the Redmond reporter, the conversation with her was frustrating and there were many questions she didn't answer. The same article quoted the police saying there were a lot of pictures of her daughter on Julia's Facebook page, but none of Skye. And that wasn't the first time Skye was left alone in the car. When he was three months old, Julia and her then husband Solomon left him in the back seat while they were shopping at Target. It was 27 degrees outside. He was alone for almost an hour before someone called the police. They were charged with reckless endangerment, but the charges were dropped in February 2011 after they took 10 weeks of parenting classes and did 40 hours of community service, according to the court documents obtained by the Redmond Reporter. So what does Julia have to say for herself? The short answer is nothing. For the last 10 years, she's refused to talk about Skye's disappearance with the police or take a polygraph. On the other hand, Skye's father, Solomon Metawala, voluntarily took two polygraphs. The first one was inconclusive. The results of the second polygraph haven't been released, but he's not considered a suspect, so I guess that says everything we need to know. He did have a lot to say about the mother of his children, though. After his first birthday, she told her husband she dreamed about strangling Skye. He had her committed. After she got out, he filed for divorce. The custody battle was just as nasty as you might expect. She asked for a restraining order claiming he was abusive and threatening to kill her. He said her obsessive compulsive disorder led to 10-hour cleaning binges that left Skye and his sister hungry, alone, and neglected. Keeping their condo clean was an obsession with her, to the point that he was forced to eat outside and sleep on the floor so he didn't make a mess but Washington State, in its infinite wisdom, granted her full custody. That left Solomon arguing for visitation rights since she refused to let him see the kids. That brings us to October 28, 2011, one week before Sky went missing. On that day, Julia and her estranged husband reached a new custody agreement, which would give him more face time with the kids. At that point, he hadn't seen them in months. Their mediation session lasted 12 hours. During that time, Skye and his sister, ages 2 and 4, were home alone. What's even crazier is the fact that it wasn't even that unusual. Neighbors said sightings of the kids were rare, but they often saw Julia leaving the apartment alone. In fact, the last verifiable sighting of Skye was at his doctor's appointment in April of 2011, about seven months before he was reported missing. Two days after the new custody agreement was decided on, she told her lawyer to void it. Why? Because in her words, everyone was against her and the decision was unfair. And two days after that, Sky was reported missing. Less than a week after his disappearance, a bizarre ransom demand was emailed to the Find Sky Facebook page. It reads in part, your child is alive, but suffering from shock and mentally unstable. If you want your child back alive, then you must make available the sum of U.S. $25,000. And it goes on to threaten cutting off his fingers if they ask for proof of life or share the note with the police or public. We know from other cases that these types of ransom demands emailed to victim Facebook pages are not unusual and most likely come from scammers, which is how the police categorize that one too. But they did take information from another website a little more seriously. They served a search warrant on a dating website called SeekingArrangements.com. They were hunting for data about a profile someone created on July twenty fifth, 2011. According to the profile under the name JB, Julia's initials, a divorced mother of two was seeking a sugar daddy willing to spend $3,000 to $5,000 a month. The profile describes her as happy, single, loving, fun, passionate, kind, healthy, beautiful, great cook, blonde hair, blue eyes, slim, very fit, Christian, mommy of two beautiful babies, speaking fluent Russian, Ukrainian, and English, living in Redmond, Washington, looking for a real man for financial stability and assistance with a successful mentor. That profile was accessed eight days after her son went missing. Then, on March 21st, 2013, she allegedly posted a Craigslist ad that read, I am heartbrokenly single, hopelessly looking for a stable job. Help. According to Seattle Weekly, she took the ad down several days later. She found the man she was looking for, or at least a man, in December 2014. That's when she married a man who was a career criminal and a convicted wife and child abuser. In July 2015, they had a son which she named Elijah. That was also Skye's middle name. Interestingly, one of the nurses in the delivery room when Elijah was born contacted Child Protective Services to let them know that the baby was at risk. I couldn't find out exactly what prompted the nurse to make that call, but thank goodness she did. Elijah was taken away from her and put into foster care, and she hasn't been able to see him without supervision. In 2019, she was in court trying to get custody of him again, but failed. As for Skye's sister, she was taken away from Julia and placed in foster care for about a month after Skye was reported missing. Solomon was granted full custody in December 2011. She's in her teens now, but according to her father, she doesn't remember anything else that might help find her brother. As of right now, Sky is still missing, and Julia still refuses to talk. And no, she hasn't been charged with anything in this case. Not even child endangerment. But despite that, the police and her former husband believe she knows exactly where Sky is. There are three main theories about what happened. Number one, he died from neglect and she hid his body long before she supposedly walked away and left him alone in an unlocked car on the side of the road. Number two, he was smuggled out of the U.S. and back to her native Ukraine. Apparently, her estranged father was visiting from there in the spring of 2011, and Solomon has speculated to various media outlets that he might have taken Sky back with him. Exactly how he might have been able to pull that off is anyone's guess. And theory number three is that she left the baby in the car like you would leave keys in the ignition if you were hoping someone would steal your car. In this case, a stranger might have come along and jumped on the opportunity to take the little boy. After 10 years, it's tragic that I have to say, that's your recap. That's all we know about the disappearance of Sky Metalwala. If you know anything that might help, you should call the Bellevue Police Department.
1: Okay, so that was yeah. insane.
0: Yes. Both of They're, these stories both... are Yeah, your story about the TikTok the, the the TikTok girl. I mean, that's pretty outrageous. She's 14. 14. 14 years old to commit that kind of crime and you know, you asked at the end, you said, "Well, you know, what do you think was it was it for the views?" And I mean, I don't I don't really know, but I think I think possibly maybe it could have been for for a 14-year-old girl who is so possibly in, in involved in social media and getting the likes and the views and all that kind of stuff, you know, maybe, maybe it was for the views. I I don't know, but it seems pretty gruesome to kill your older sister like that. I mean, the way she did it, I feel like the way she did it was also in, in a, a way to get m- more views as well, mm-hmm. possibly. And I don't know if it's, it, it may not have been for the views. There might've been some other motivation, but, but, but that, theory isn't out there that i'm aware of because it's still a developing case is that correct
1: well i mean there's definitely a lot of theories out there i personally when i first heard about this i was like oh my gosh of course she did it for the views but and i'm not saying obviously that she didn't because again, she hasn't really said or it hasn't been reported yet what she said
0: the other interesting bit of this that you were talking about that kind of blew my mind a little bit was the 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 gamer culture that's involved in this with what was that uh uh Dengun
1: Dangan Ronpa?
0: Dingen Ronpa.
1: Ronpa?
0: Yeah, I've never heard of that. I mean I'm not I'm not like the biggest gaming person, but the idea behind that game that there's a a some kind of bear that talks these kids into killing people, is that what it's it, is it that...
1: seems like it's kind of like a murder mystery game, but more violent. I yeah. don't know exactly either. I'm just kind I, of trying and to And I like... think
0: I think if you're a young, impressionable person that's concerned about their online status in the world and you're playing these kinds of games you know Mm -hmm. that it could affect a young mind into thinking that everything's a video game and so i'm just going to go do this horrible act so that my tiktok thing is happening Mm -hmm. that's so funny
1: that you said because i have read um when i was kind of researching this that that is sort of a statement that people have said to like Does she think, like, do they not understand this isn't a video game? Like, you really... That's what I'm
0: saying, yeah. Yeah. You know, you start to kind of, you know, where does real life begin in the video game? Or, you know, where does real life end in the video game starts? That kind of idea. Mm -hmm. And then the other one of the mentally ill man that has a, a friendship with a... Cereal serial killer. killer. I don't, I don't even understand got a that. A
1: lot of backstory. Like I was kind of reading about it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so confusing. It's basically I don't even know how to explain it. 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 It's, it's almost like, like
0: there's like a translation thing there too that maybe. Well, what coming not up getting. is like
1: very okay, boomer, and it's like okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. I just we if you don't play if you're not like in that world or if like, you're not
0: in that world, yeah, you just, just really don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to relate to something I can not understand because I don't I don't get it at all. Like, I mean, I used to play video games when I was a Is kid, it like the but I didn't think boxes. I didn't, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think I was gonna, I didn't think I was gonna find some gold coins down in a in a tube somewhere like Super Mario Brothers. Well,
1: the quality <laughs> of those games at that time was very yeah, low. These are that's like true. high, like these are real but, characters.
0: But, but you know, aside from that idea, that theory of getting more views and the game culture and everything, mm-hmm. what else? What other well, motivation could there? You know?
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, personally, I would say like she did it for. Attention, like, attention and maybe resentment because her sister had more special needs than she did, you know, in a sense of like, she had cerebral palsy, she was in a wheelchair, so she just, you know, needed a little bit more, um, attention than hmm. maybe Claire felt like she was getting. I did read, this is kind of just like a total trivia fact, um, unless, I don't know, unless you find some meaning in this. <laughs> well, I mean, there's me. Okay. So, The house, their house, was actually deeded over to her sister. So, her sister actually owned the house that the family lived in when they died. She, they, apparently, it was owned in a trust in Helen's name. Oh, Um, oh. Which just meant that, like, her parents were looking out for her and thinking, like, okay... You know in the future you're gonna sure, have this sure. place where you're already comfortable and so' no. getting
0: so so that and that's all part of that extra attention yeah that extra that's, special care yes,
1: that's what i'm thinking huh.
0: of it. that's so. interesting that, that's that sounds a little bit more relatable, I suppose. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just really sad because in like in every freaking murder where there's a big social media presence, not like this was necessarily big, but yeah. anything, you're just like these people mm-hmm. and her dad, you can really see like her dad in some of the videos and like laughing and playing with right. his daughters and everybody's like looks happy and dancing around. And it's just so like, what the flying?
0: Yeah. What happened? What happened? You know, well,
1: I know. You I never mean,
0: know like what's going on yeah. behind closed doors. I suppose.
1: Oh, it's crazy. It's you so know. it's so sad. So I'll definitely be interested That's, to see like to see how, how it one. develops
0: and what we what, what, what we find out in the future. You know. Yeah. About this one.
1: That's yeah, I mean, imagine fourteen years old and you've basically just ruined your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: terrible. Speaking of like, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Please, can we talk about your recap? Because yeah, what
0: yeah, the I don't, hell? I, I don't know. I mean, that's a really strange. It's a very strange case. I mean, to to say, you know, to, that that you left your child in the car because he ran out of gas, and then to come back and oh, he, they're gone now. You know that that's and then well, uh, and then yeah. they and then they never find out what actually happened yeah that's that's what leads to those three theories at the end because anybody could could just
1: what do you think happened what's your theory
0: well you know just gut instinct and you know just the research that we've done and understanding what i know about this story you know i i kind of i kind of just take the shot in the dark that she just didn't want uh, another child and I mean, and, and the reason I say that is the, is the, the Facebook page and, and having pictures of, of the older daughter, but not Sky. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe just, and, you know, how old was Sky? Two years old, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, you know, the girl was four. And this sounds really weird, but I mean, is there a thing where parents are, more attached to their children, the longer they have them. I don't know. You know, what I mean, like after Sorry. two, like I, I, mean, I, I mean, that's that's a strange thing to say. But
1: well, I mean, probably. But I'm just
0: saying, I I feel like I feel like maybe that that Julia didn't want a second child and 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 got got rid of him somehow and and used the stage. I mean, there was the svu episode Mm -hmm. the night before she did it Mm -hmm. you know so i mean i could see how she got that idea and maybe she didn't do that maybe she didn't leave sky in the car and and go try to get gas and call her friend and they came back and he was gone yeah but maybe she just used that idea yeah you know and did something else Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure it was one of those, you know, I, I definitely, I, I don't, I think the father trying to take her back to, or take him back to the Ukraine was a little bit far-fetched. are you
1: going to get a baby out of the country, I mean,
0: but... yeah, that's, that's, that's just a theory, you know, I don't, I, I personally don't feel like that's the case. I just think, you know, she did something. There may have also, you know, they, they talked about the fact that the neighbors would see Julia mm-hmm. coming out by herself, knowing she has two small kids at home, mm-hmm. and maybe one of those uh outings through their her irresponsibility something happened to sky mm-hmm. and then she used the story as we know it to yeah explain away why she doesn't have a two-year-old boy anymore
1: I know I'm kind of yeah. thinking that way too but it's so weird it's I don't know if it's weird but it's like it's sad like I kind of feel bad for the sister because I mean she must have so many people all the time being like what happened what do you remember like go back
0: and maybe someday something will click and she will remember
1: yeah but i'm thinking like wouldn't that be crazy yeah they're like well she told the police that morning or whatever that this guy was in the back seat. He was wrapped in a blanket, like you said, right. but that could have been a doll. Like she could have been just told your brother's sleeping. It's in the back. Like she wouldn't have known. Yeah,
0: that's right. If yeah. He wasn't really right. there,
1: but it's funny because if he had died in the apartment while well, like through neglect of whatever type, would she not have remembered that? Like maybe he, she just thought he was sleeping or something. Well,
0: maybe, maybe she was, maybe Julia, the mother was able to use the same kind of logic of Oh, this happened to your brother and, you know, and, and I'm wrapping a doll up in a blanket or something mm-hmm. and explaining like, unless the sister saw something happen to Skye in the house
1: mm-hmm.
0: while Julia was gone.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah
0: you know, otherwise. And that's, yeah, I don't know.
1: But at that age, like what, how do you process? So yeah, it's crazy. It's even crazier that she hasn't been charged. So I actually looked that up. I was like, why hasn't she been charged? Yeah. Right. And because this is the reason that they've given to like multiple media outlets that basically there was so much, um, that it was like a strategic decision specifically not to charge her for even child endangerment because that doesn't carry really anything with it even though they can prove like um pattern you know with leaving yeah, him in the right, car before true. but i mean how much time are you going to get for child endangerment so hmm. it's not enough not enough for like the child is gone so they didn't do that so that they could charge her with like murder or something else in the future if right. they found the evidence to support that to, hmm. to make her a suspect but at this point it's just like it's crazy to me. It's yeah. like, well, he's gone. I guess that's it. I mean yeah, I know. what is that? Yeah. What kind of a message is that? Like if you're a be... mom and you disappear your kid really well that leaves <laughs> then no nothing, evidence, then, nothing, then you're yeah, gonna get away nothing with Nothing happens to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
1: what is that?
0: Well, I think I think I think maybe there's something to be said for being a parent, no matter what happens. If you lose your two year old child that you know, just just that is a, a problem legally right? I mean, well, that's
1: what I'm saying. It should yeah. be, but yeah. isn't apparently there it's kind of, not. Isn't there
0: some kind of like neglect law? Like if you, if you somehow like yeah. lose your two-year-old.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you know. if you're, I mean, yes, but like if you, Unless it just gets snatched as she from said, you. left your car, kid in yeah, the car, yeah, 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 that's, uh, and he's now gone in this story that, I mean, at the very least, but they, but again, they haven't charged her with that because they're hoping to get you know, more. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Assuming that they ever find any evidence. But it's like, what could she have done? She doesn't seem all that bright. And uh-huh. it's like, how are you, how do you, if this is something that happened, it's just so If you
0: were able to pull crazy. this off, it's... it's Yeah, it's, how it's, did you
1: pull this we off? We feel like exactly. maybe
0: this person wouldn't be able to pull this off very well.
1: I mean, everything that I've just kind of, it just seems like no, hmm. but... I don't know. Maybe like the diabolical criminal mind is totally different.
0: Yeah, could. Be. But
1: again, like she's hasn't been charged. You with never anything. know what she goes hasn't. on behind closed yeah. doors.
0: Once again, it's
1: yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So, thanks for spending some time with us today. If you like getting twice the crime in half the time, please take a second to hit subscribe and give this podcast a five star rating, and let us know what you think in the comments.
0: Until next time, take care.
1: Bye.